0: The following is a presentation
1: of AOW Productions. This program contains adult content. Listener discretion is advised. The views and opinions expressed by the host of this program do not necessarily stay to reflect those of this station or its management.
2: Bringing you Controversy at its best with uncensored music comedy and political discussion
1: ladies and gentlemen this is outlaw radio
3: All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Outlaw Radio for the 5th of February, 2022. Damn good to be back after taking a couple of weeks off. I'm your host, Bad Billy. Got a good show lined up for you this week? Yes, indeed. In just a little bit, you're going to hear an interview that I did with Michael Miller. I've had him on the show before, but actually... This interview was recorded uh, face-to-face. I met up with him last week at his place of residence. Yes, indeed. Uh, You're going to hear the conversation we had there. In the second hour, welcoming back Jericho Green, my fellow American. Yes, indeed. And in the third hour, I'm speaking with the icon, Stephen James, because, uh, we got some special things to say about a not-so-special person. Well, some people can say that this person is special, but, well, she ain't very fucking special to me. <laughs> All right, so to get this show started, I want to cue one of the latest songs from Jesse Howard New Breed. This is called Don't Be Stupid, which... A lot of people are these days and don't heed those words very well. I'll be back with the interview with Mike Miller right after this.
4: And we go a little something like this. Hit it.
0: And now, from a rented basement, because Bad Billy's mom threw him out, it's Outlaw Radio.
5: A grown man wanna talk crazy, pop off with that bullshit. But bow down when he face to face, for to recognize I do this. No fake bones in my body, boy. I've been a problem since way back. They was hush hush on my rap skills. I call this here my payback. And the underdog been counted out, been stepped on him, pushed aside. But I stood tall, my head up, and I kept doing till I arrived. Never sold my soul, never sold out. Never asked for nothing free. Never rode nobody's coattail, cause I am a new breed. I've been bottom feeding for too long, but I'm too strong to break and fold and patience is a virtue had to learn to just take it slow now some of these boys got silver spoons they slugged out from head to toe differences they talk a lot but boys like me just break your nose know. so i recommend you reconsider better second guess your home thoughts if you pull it out you better pull the trigger better kill me boy that's on god give me your word if you really don't mean it why go to church
6: if you really don't believe it Don't pull out your If you ain't gonna shoot it You may look dumb But I hope you ain't stupid Don't deal with the devil If you can't pay the price You got one time to land So you better think twice Don't pull out your gun If you ain't gonna shoot it You may look dumb But I hope you ain't stupid Try me, boy, and you find yourself Baby
5: Now, half these rappers are full of shit. And one thing they gotta realize everything they out here rapping about. I've been out here doing in real life. No gimmicks at all, can't find no flaws. Standing on top and not down on my balls. Many times I've been down and out, but I'm sick and tired of taking a all. So, as you can see, I'm taking it all. the legal and not breaking the law. I served my time and I paid for mine. If it ain't about you, don't get involved. I'm never soft, never play defense. The, the old me woulda hit a lick, still ride around with that extended clip. Still bust the fuck boy hitting shit. Don't play no games, I'm too intense. I keep it real, never play pretend. I've been through hell time and time again. I walk the walk. Now where you been? From Polk County, I'm a Florida boy. I jumped up off that front porch. I raised hell with buck Why? I'm a problem child, so save me, Lord. I'm cold hearted, I'm hard headed, with thick skin and my burdens heavy. I bow down to the north. Old oh man, so understand I was born ready give me your word if you really don't mean it Why go to
6: church if you really don't believe it Don't pull out your gun if you ain't gonna shoot it You may look dumb, but I hope you ain't stupid Don't deal with the devil if you can't pay the price You got one time to live, so you better think twice Don't pull out your gun if you ain't gonna shoot it You may look dumb, but I hope you ain't stupid
2: Sugar hangovers from other liquors. With Cold Cock's blend of herbs including green tea, hibiscus, ginger, eucalyptus and more, you'll be in herbal heaven. Cold Cock whiskey, available at spirit stores and distributors America-wide. Find one near you at coldcockwhiskey.com. Follow Cold Cock whiskey on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Celebrate those special moments with friends. Raise your glass. Take your shot. You must be 21 or older to drink Cold Cock whiskey. Please drink responsibly. <laughs>
0: because there are some people out there who need practical advice. And yes, I'm talking about you. Wisdom beyond value from the desk of Mr. Holland. You know you're ugly when the dog has to close its eyes to hump your leg.
7: Mr. Holland, Mr. Holland, over here, over here!
8: Ma'am, ma'am, please, keep it in your pants. In 1664, John Milton responded to the English Parliament censoring of book publishers by saying, Give me the liberty to know and to speak freely. Over 300 years later, there are citizens in countries around the world who are striving to gain this fundamental right. Freedom of speech is more than just an American concept. It's a universal human right. This message is brought to you by the NAB Education Foundation, the Broadcast Education Association, McCormick Foundation, and this station.
2: So you go into your sporting goods or firearms store to get that gun and ammunition you've been wanting to buy, only to find out that the store doesn't have it. Worse yet, the shelves are bare. They're empty. Ugh. Well, that's why there's GunBroker.com. You want it? GunBroker.com's got it. Guns, gun parts, ammo, ammo storage, reloading equipment, binoculars, scopes, sights. Did I mention guns? Pistols, rifles, handguns, shotguns, machine guns, paintball guns, archery supplies, tools, Jewelry, watches, even musical instruments and gear. Yes, gunbroker.com has those too. I'm telling you, they have it all. There are even auctions where you can bid on certain items. The folks at gunbroker.com know their stuff. They've been in business for over 20 years with over 6 million happy registered users. Why not become one of them? Gunbroker.com. Go there. Check it out. Register today. It's 100% free. Gunbroker.com. Gunbroker.com.
9: Ladies and gentlemen, we are proud to announce that Outlaw Radio officially has affiliated with My Patriot Supply. Are you prepared for the next unplanned emergency? As we speak, inflation is rising and the grocery store shelves are stocked less and less every day. The time to prepare is now. Go to www.outlawradioabs.com, visit the store section and click on the My Patriot Supply banner and purchase yourself some buckets of delicious gourmet food with a 25-year shelf life you can also purchase other essential supplies you can use during times of unplanned emergencies supplies such as the alexa pure water filtration system first aid and medical supplies solar power supplies and much more again go to www.outlawradioabs.com visit the store section and click on the my patriot supply banner don't be left in the dark get yourself and your family prepared for the next unplanned emergency today I'm Nick, and you're
0: listening to Outlaw Radio, where we say what the fuckity fuck we want. No exceptions.
3: All right, you have just heard Jesse Howard New Breed with Don't Be Stupid. And like I said, something that a lot of people uh, don't heed very well these days. All right, so... As promised, the interview I conducted last week with Michael Miller, that was a face-to-face interview. So let's get moving with Outlaw Radio Conservative Talk.
2: Outlaw Radio Conservative Talk.
10: I just want to tell you that America is the greatest place on earth. We will make America great again.
11: We the people tell the government what to do. It doesn't tell us. We the people are the driver, the government is the car, and we decide where it should go, and by
9: what route, and how fast.
2: Outlaw Radio Conservative Talk starts now.
3: Outlaw Radio Conservative Talk. I am joined in person by Mike Miller. Of course, you've heard him on the show couple of times but uh, this is the first time we're talking on the show in person how you doing brother very good very good thank you for having me on again i appreciate it yeah 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 since i'm in the area this time i figured why the hell not yep definitely yes yes so um i stated it uh, on the show uh last time that uh i'm i was gonna be doing something special here in the treasure valley and uh you helped get me enrolled in a tactical training class, yeah, yeah, we
12: did one of the best one of the best trainers at at least in this valley, if not the state and yeah
3: yeah, absolutely so I mean today I see so. If you're listening uh, on Outlaw Radio, of course uh, you're you're uh, obviously listening to the uh, delayed broadcast. But uh, as of today, as we were, are recording, it is the 28th of January, and uh, yeah, I went through the uh, classroom portion tomorrow morning. I will be going through the uh, the nitty gritty. Gonna gonna get down and dirty. Gonna be uh, going over uh, the actual tactical training, the shooting, the proper ways to draw you know um going going into real specifics on that yeah tomorrow's
12: going to be it'll be a fun enjoyable uh you know maybe at times nerve-wracking time but yeah it's uh with the course that you're going through it's all hands-on it's all from holster it's all you know having your gun on you having extra magazines on you and everything like that it's not You know set the pistol on a table step up take two shots set it back on the table it's no it's all learning how to draw from the holster um and how to put the weapon back in the holster and learning when to shoot not to shoot and covering a lot of those uh, a lot of those things give you
3: kind of the basic fundamentals of self-protection so sounds like fun (laughs) it's good so yeah it's it's definitely going to be a challenge for me but i always look forward to a challenge at uh uh, looking looking ahead and looking at the current situation, uh, I just want to talk to you a little bit. Uh, looks like, uh, you know, I haven't paid too much attention between the uh, tensions between Russia and Ukraine. I don't know why. I just have this mindset of let them two fight it out. Why do we have to get involved? But uh, something's up there. What do you think?
12: Yeah, it's one of those things where... I don't think the American people, one, are ready to enter another war. And two, it's one of those things where it, do we have any business being uh, involved with that? that is, is it somebody else's thing? And as much as you know, we hate to see uh, war and countries go to war and you know people dying and stuff like that, is that really our business to get into, especially with boots on the ground? I mean, I think we should always you know, see what we can do and help with diplomatic channels.
3: You know, but really, is it our business to get into that? yeah I mean um, you know the fights between R- Russia and Ukraine either uh, let them fight it out or work it out however they want to do it you know obviously I I still feel to this day that our country had no business in Vietnam but that's that's my opinion <laughs> you know because I don't I don't recall that uh, the oppressed Vietnamese side calling out to the US for help like Kuwait Obviously, in Desert Storm, they called out to us for help. And I think uh, we executed that in the proper manner that we did, um, you know, go over there. And it wasn't to kill Saddam Hussein. It was basically to get his ass out of Kuwait. We did that. Mission accomplished. You know, so, yeah, we had a little business over there because they they asked for help. Uh, Don't hear anybody asking for help from the Ukraine i don't vietnamese didn't ask for any help why the hell are we doing this yeah and there's i mean there's a lot of and it's hard with all the
12: fake news out there of you know what's real what's not because supposedly there's you know other countries that are saying hey if ukraine falls then it's just a matter of time before before russia comes after us and things of that nature and it's like well you know one is that true what is you know what is russia's ultimate goal with what they're trying to do, you know, and understanding all the ins and outs of the geopolitical landscape in that whole area.
3: I don't think they have any interest in us whatsoever, unless they, um, you know, uh, unless we do something to provoke it. And of course, this is that perfect opportunity. Okay. Uh, now, now it seems like we're getting involved in their business and that's going to provoke them.
12: Well, you know, how much of that is pushed by the corporate media on, you know, where they push different stories at different times. And, you know, we see this where North Korea was, you know, a huge deal and then all of a sudden just fell off. Like, are they still a huge deal or are they not? You look at uh, China with Taiwan and, you know, how much of it is the corporate media um, building up these issues, you know, trying to push the war machine themselves on, uh, you know, trying to push propaganda to the American people of, Hey, we need to be involved in this or we need to be involved in that and how much of that truly matters. Um, and you know, frankly, one involves us or two, you know, is it just nothing
3: that's really going on or is there something there? Or, or is this another move too? So, you know, obviously China, I think they've had their sights set on us for a long time and you know, we get we get focused in on U Ukraine versus Russia, and uh, you know, kind of lets that puts our guard down against them, so uh, they can get their agenda going. Because I mean, that was one thing Trump did really well was uh, you know, was basically put China at bay. In fact, and set you know. Uh, We didn't even hear anything uh, from North Korea and uh, Kim Jong-un for for a long time after Trump seemed to put out that fire. Now it looks it seems like the Biden regime is getting that they've reignited that fire, it seems like. Well, I
12: imagine a lot of that, too, is uh, other countries looking at who is the leader? What are they likely to do? How you know, what kind of power do they present? How do they present themselves as a leader? And you look at just the difference between Trump and between Biden on the type of leader that they that they seem to be, that they appear to be, that they show themselves to be. And, you know, it's one of those things of if we're another country, who would you rather go up against? Um, who would you rather flex your muscles against, Trump or Biden? And I think all day long, other countries, especially our adversaries, are like, you know, we can take Biden.
3: You know, and uh, going, going uh, to Shifting gears just a little bit here too is you know I mentioned South Africa and uh, how South Africa at one time even during the apartheid era, which you know I don't fully agree with of course uh, that the way they they uh, ran that, but uh, South Africa during apartheid had a fantastic thriving economy, considered the second America. In fact, uh, their economy was better than ours at one time first successful heart transplant done in South Africa you know then of course you know there's all this outrage for Nelson Mandela being this poor political prisoner you know trying to free his people of the apartheid regime but they don't realize that the bastard was MI6 trained and he and he was sent to prison in the first place for setting off a bunch of bombs that killed more black people than white people. And that's, that's why, I mean, it, it's a wonder. They should be glad he did, wasn't sentenced to hang for what he did and the people he killed. You yeah. know, yeah, but he gets out of prison after almost 30 years and becomes president. Apartheid's over, and a South Africa's economy just starts going into the shitter. And it's you know crime is so high over there. South Africa is the uh, rape capital of the world, and it seems like America has been the has been mirror imaging everything South Africa has been doing from good to bad. I'm, I just want to get your take on that, Mike. I'm Honestly, I'm not well-versed in, you know, the
12: things that are happening and, in that section of the globe. I mean, it's hard enough for me here locally to keep up with all the ins and outs of, you know, city government and everything that's happening in the legislature and stuff like that. And that's part of the problem is, you know, how much of it is, um, you know, as we become more open and aware of what's happening, it just seems to be looking worse and worse, unfortunately.
3: Yeah, yeah, I mean... I don't know if, if you ever have time, you know, just go to Google as much as I hate, you know, big tech and all that. Go to Google and look at what happens on a South African farm. I mean, and, and these are some of the most horrendous crimes that uh, you, you can imagine. And, um, you know, as we keep our borders open, we're our rural areas are going to are going to be targeted to where it's going to be safer in in downtown New York than it is a rural area in in the United States.
12: Yeah, it's I mean you could definitely tell um uh, what you know gang graffiti and things of that nature but I think a lot of it is culture in these areas and you know one of the one of my driving forces is culture and how are we, you know, Idaho is seen as a red state, kind of a cowboy state, um, you know, hard work. And, and, I think trying to keep those values, trying to keep those family values, trying to, you know, raise our kids in the way that they should be and, you know, keeping our schools going the way they should be because if those things start to slough off. And in my personal opinion, start to become more liberal minds, uh, a more liberal mindset, that the risk of, you know, going down those dark paths, uh, only increases exponentially
3: you know and then of course there there's my hometown of Horseshoe Bend Idaho I mean I, I grew up in that town that's where I graduated high school that's where I started kindergarten that's where I graduated high school even though I didn't go every year school there because I ended up leaving I went to Oregon for a while and went to California for a while and then came back to Idaho you know but still I ended up finishing school in Horseshoe Bend you know Obviously, the town is not 100% white, but, but uh, there are no black people there. Uh, there's, a, there's a total of two Asian girls that I know that live there and a small handful of Hispanics. And then somebody's got the mindset to come in from California, from what I understand, say, well, there's no black people in this town because they're afraid to come into Klan town. Yet my sister's boyfriend, who is black, shows up in Horseshoe Bend. And guess how many problems he has? Zero. Zero. He was he was welcome and respected. Yeah. Uh, the I could tell you and I I talked with your friend Caleb Dunn about this. You know and she said she says that horseshoe bend would be ideal for her but wh- okay let's answer the question why are there no black people in horseshoe bend well most of them have the big city mindset there's nothing for them to do so why would they want to live in horseshoe bend? There's it's not that they're not welcome it's just that it's just not the place for them in their eyes
12: yeah i don't yeah it's i think it's you know one of those personal choices of you know hey where are you gonna move, or whatnot, or what have you? And um, yeah, I don't know.
3: Yeah, so I mean, it's but uh, somebody wants to come in and they say, "Well, critical race theory needs to be pushed in this small, small town." Bullshit! You're asking for a fight. Well, but one thing that I think a lot of people
12: hopefully understand is that most of the CRT type stuff isn't being pushed by the black community; it's being yeah. pushed by the white liberal. Community. That's what this
3: person is. That's what this person is. So I don't. I don't know. I haven't heard. In, it's been about a month since I last heard of anything about it. But just this, you know, it's like it's like PETA coming in to into this state telling us that uh, we don't need to hunt anymore. I mean, whereas I don't agree. If you're, you know, if all you're doing is trophy hunting and you're not eating the meat and you're just putting putting a head up on your wall i think that i think that's completely wasteful and, and and it's stupid you know
12: well i think but part of the problem i have with some of these groups is saying hey you can't do this or you can't do that is there some of the most hypocritical groups where you look at some of these organizations like peta that they're like hey we're going to go in and we're going to save all these animals well then how many of them do they euthanize and you know we can have a conversation on what were the conditions and stuff when they go in and kill most of the animals that they quote unquote saved like are you helping
3: <laughs> well uh, you can give the same argument mike on on those that are all about gun control and oh, because of school shootings while while uh they're while they're uh, going to planned parenthood and doing an abortion
12: yeah well, and most of the people, not most, but there's definitely some people that are making the rules and laws and trying to get rid of guns and trying to infringe upon our Second Amendment right, but they have their own personal armed security or maybe they carry themselves. And, <laughs> you know, it's like you learn in the class today, you know, how far away are the police, especially in smart spots in rural Idaho, you know, it can be two hours away um, or longer. And even in the city life, Two, three minutes, you know, if you're doing well, well, how much can happen in three minutes? Well, in a life and death situation, chances are it's over in
3: three minutes. I agree. I agree. So uh, moving on, um, we've been recording now for about uh, almost 20 minutes. Boy, does time go when we're having these discussions, (laughs) as you know. (laughs) But, uh, you know, getting back to uh, your campaign, uh, you know, for uh, Idaho legislature, District 10, of course, that's uh, right where I'm at as I speak here in uh, Canyon County, Idaho, the city of Caldwell. Well, they actually,
12: so yesterday the Supreme Court uh, finalized the redistricting. So now I'm in District 11. So they finally, the Supreme Court of Idaho finally came out and put out their new map and um that's if you live in Idaho I would highly encourage people to go check out that new map because some areas changed a little bit other areas especially rural
3: areas mm-hmm. changed a ton now, since I mentioned South Africa I'd say it's a good thing you're not in District 9 <laughs> if you've seen that movie <laughs> yep. actually that was a great movie so that was but, good yeah but um no no so um, I- any uh, further news I know um yours truly helped you out uh, you know we got we got campaign it's out you got a you got a badass new logo out there but uh yeah well because if you
12: look at where's it at over there yeah thanks i i mean i super appreciate that we've been putting it on all sorts of stuff we've been putting uh it's on uh my website miller for idaho.com and yeah. you know putting it all yeah it's definitely especially being a grassroots guy never done this not having a huge team behind me you know uh people such as yourself helping out with that it's greatly greatly appreciated
3: oh yeah yeah it's my pleasure to help out even though i don't live in this district and i won't get the opportunity to vote for you but um you know you know if i was here i damn well would but
12: i appreciate that and that's one thing i think and i i think i've talked about this on your show as well as uh encouraging people find candidates that you like you know even if they're not in your area and you know help them out because really it's going to be the grassroots conservative type individuals pushing against rhino establishment and it's i was meeting with someone today that they're like you know in 2020 i had my eyes open i was always uh you know doing the things i'm supposed to be doing providing for my family but idaho specifically and across this country it's the same way i keep hearing the same thing of You know, we don't live in the same area that I thought we did. My, my leaders, my elected representatives who I thought were, you know, Republican or conservative are not that way that they're, um, they're Democrats at the end of the day.
3: (laughs) You know, I've given some thought about that, Mike, and we, you know, I think now we can't even, like Biden is not a Democrat, you know, Obama wasn't a Democrat,
12: well, we're in this weird, and, I, I don't know if it's a transition phase or what it is, because like we were talking about earlier with Joe Rogan, well, he has a ton of uh, left-leaning ideals, but they call him right-wing all the time, and it seems that if you're not far left, then people are trying to say that you're right-wing or, you know, different things like that. And so we're in this weird
3: space right now, it seems to me. I mean, yeah, but, I mean, you get Brad Little, our governor, he's not a Republican. You know, the these... Creatures that (laughs) are just trying to change the way we live bring us into a communist regime and brad little is a big part of that problem with you know this um, here we are damn near two years into covid and we're still in a state of emergency
12: yeah and there's a This is one thing I keep on having conversations with people. They're like, well, you know, we're in a state of emergency, but it's not affecting us or anything like that. You know, what mandates is, uh, you know, Governor Little put out there and things like that. And I'm like, one of the biggest issues, at least me personally, that I see with being under the mandate, well, there's two. One, the federal tax dollars that we're spending, which is your money and my money and our neighbor's money. It's not the federal government's, it's our money. So that's one of the biggest issues, the billions of dollars we're spending there. But it also, us being under a state of emergency, gives extra power to uh, health departments, Mm -hmm. to schools, to different organizations of people that were appointed, not voted in. Some of them were voted in, but it gives them the ability to, you know, you look at Boise and some of the different mandates that they have in place, you know, Horseshoe Bend. Um, I don't think really takes a lot of that stuff and does that stuff, but there's different areas, especially the more liberal areas that have been given this power because we're under a state of emergency and are wielding that in my mind, without any,
3: uh, control over it. Yeah. You know, from what I understand, horse, you've been just had a really bad COVID surge and yet nobody said it's time to wear masks. Nobody said it's time to social distance. I think now people are starting to wake up to that, the mask, masking up and social distancing ain't going to do nothing. Especially, you put on a mask, you smell a fart through that mask. Do you think it's going to stop that virus?
12: Well, and I think, you know, I think people are one of the things they're definitely getting tired of is elected officials saying you have to do this. And then they're caught all the time not doing that. It's, you know, I think it should be everybody's personal individual choice that if you don't want to you not want to wear a mask then don't wear one if you want to wear 10 of them you know you do you and um you know live your life how you feel is best for you and your family
3: yes yes so um overall um you know like like we mentioned we got the logo we get we're getting your campaign on wheels more and more you know um has, has there been uh, any more recognition to to your campaign since then
12: yeah we're de- uh, we're definitely getting out there a lot there's a lot of people that are like hey i saw your video on this or that you know we're uh pushing out videos all the time and uh things like that and different people while i'm out and about uh i was at the cigar lounge earlier today um somebody's like hey i know you but where do i know you from and he's like i think you were, were you was doing a video with like a truck and a flag or something i'm like yeah that was you know and <laughs> you know so it's us start that conversation and um you know i love talking with people and it's Helping those conversations come along of, hey, what are other people going through and things like that? And we're not mm-hmm. looking, and most conservatives, they don't want the government to save them. They want the government to get out of their business, leave them alone, let them live the life that they want to live.
3: Absolutely. And and that's those are the t- things that you're going to be pushing for here in Canyon County. 100%. You know that medical freedom. You know, I mean, if you want the vaccine, I ain't gonna stop you. I'm, I'm, I'm likely to tell you I don't think it's a great idea, especially uh, you know there are people predicting long term that uh, whoever's getting the vaccine may. Uh, may end up with cancer in a couple years and then of course there's those people that did have cancer that went past remission and were doing well then they got the covid vaccine and cancer is back with a vengeance Mm
12: -hmm. well that's that's campaign issue number one for me and that's a hill i'm dying on currently with my current employer where uh february 4th uh Definitely would appreciate uh your viewers' prayers and listeners' prayers. Um, I go before a committee for my pre-dismissal hearing because of not uh taking the jab that they're looking at uh still pushing and trying to fire me from a career I've been in for
3: fifteen years. So You know what though, even if it does, Mike, now you here you are here you are with your campaign. Uh, I mean I, I I can't say much about your opponent because I don't know who they are. I don't know anything about them, but, um, you know, this could be the case of you and a new chapter opening in your life. One door closing was another one opens. We'll see what happens. But you know, that that could be, you know, that could be what the almighty has in store for you. Yeah. I'd, I mean, th- throughout
12: this, my wife and I, and my kids as well, but, um, we know and believe that God will provide. And it's not that I should sit back on the couch and relax and, you know, God will just deliver manna from heaven to us, but that, you know, that I still have an obligation to go out and work and do those things. But, but my faith in Christ believes that, you know, God will provide for this family like he has ever since I've known him for my entire life. And, you know, I don't see any reason for that not to continue. You know, life may become hard. You know, it's not, uh, you know, losing a job isn't always necessarily a good thing, but sometimes, you know, we don't have that forward perspective that God does of, you know, I may see it as a negative, but God working it ultimately Mm -hmm. for the good of not only myself, but my wife Mm -hmm. and my kids and my entire family.
3: Yes. And then of course, uh, as you know, I, I have been pushing for you to help you along your campaign. I have reached out to other a uh, conservative talk radio host and even one liberal uh, that you had a pretty good discussion with I wouldn't say he's a liberal he's more of an independent I'm talking about Matt Connerton and Matt Connerton Unleashed and I really enjoyed your conversation with him and he really enjoyed talking with you as well and uh, you know you spoke with uh, another new uh, you were on another New Hampshire um, radio show in uh, Common Sense Conservatives where you really got tested yeah Yeah, that one was like i mean we're having a
12: super relaxed time and then out of the middle of nowhere somebody's freaking out and like it took me a second to kind of click out from we're just hanging back relaxing
3: to somebody's crazy angry so all right uh, uh, that guy was just a troll you know he wasn't no police officer (laughs) Hmm. that guy that was no police officer because they don't talk that way (laughs) Well, I mean, maybe some power hung- hungry rookie, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't. And you know, I'm again, like I tell some people, like
12: I'm not for everybody with my conservative, you know, leanings, my libertarian leanings. You know, I'm I'm not for liberals. You know, but I think that a lot of us, a lot of Americans, a lot of Idahoans, the divide with some of the main stuff isn't that great amongst us because I know a ton of liberals that are massive two-way supporters and that there's things that we can't agree on. There's things that we can't, but I, I, again, I, you know, I believe that the content creators in the corporate media, cause that's kind of how I see them as content creators. They're no different than people that are just on YouTube in general. They're not, uh, they're not reporters. They're not, you know, they're just being fed whatever to say, but they're trying to sow this division where we don't have, I
3: think, the extreme division that they would like to hope that we have. You know, and and you got a good point there too. It's like uh, you got Jenny Coffey out there in New Hampshire. Of course, uh, you can hear her once in a while on Mac Conerton Unleashed. She was a part of a group called the Second Amendment Sisters out of New Hampshire. So you know, I mean, she's obviously pro two A and 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 it it she was on my show explaining what experience she had to have a bad experience in order for her to get there because she really wasn't for, as much for guns before. She almost had to use one to keep some guys from uh, uh, harming her.
12: Well, and I think there's a lot of people that are that way, especially with uh, uh, 2A rights, of that, you know, they didn't grow up around guns or, you know, weren't around them. And so they just kind of went off, oh, maybe they're bad, maybe they're evil, or, you know, maybe I'm indifferent to them. But then you go through one of those situations where it's life altering, where you're facing a life and death situation. And many people that I speak to that have been in those situations are like, I never want to be a victim in that situation again. I felt like a victim and that I had no way to protect myself. The police weren't there. Nobody was there to save me. And that I, it's up to me for my own s- safety at the end of the day.
3: I mean, my situation too, you know, is uh, um, I kind of made myself clear when I was in, the, in that class too. When I was, there was a situation where, I would have been within my legal rights to shoot somebody 20 years ago when he was trying to bash down my door, but I wasn't going to shoot him. I was if he was going to bash down my door, he was just going to he was just going to get the gun stock of my shotgun in his face, you know. But, but um, you know, I mean, I'm I want to be I'd rather be safe than sorry. But reality is, I hope I never have to draw on anyone. I don't want I don't want to, that to happen.
12: Well, that's, you know, I 100% agree with you that even if you're, if you end up shooting somebody and it's considered legally a righteous shoot, you have to still and you end up taking their life. You have to live with that the rest of your life. Exactly. That that someone died by your hands, even though it was their actions that caused you to have to defend uh, that it was their actions that caused you to have to defend yourself. That still doesn't take away, you know, the mental stress and things that that can put upon you for the rest of your life. And one thing I tell a lot of people is, you know, taking, choosing to carry a gun all the time, it's a decision that you can't take lightly. And before you pull the trigger, think through scenarios and say, am I willing to pull this trigger and spend the rest of my life in prison? Because just like with the Kyle Rittenhouse stuff, it was ultimately deemed a a good shoot, that he hadn't done anything wrong, that he was within his rights of self-defense. But that easily having watched that trial could have gone the other way and so you know is it better to give up my wallet is it better to give up my keys is it better you know to let somebody do do whatever then you know and some people everyone has to make that decision for themselves on you know on how how best to live their lives that way
3: so yeah and kyle rittenhouse is a good is a good example too i mean to me, it was obvious he didn't want to kill those kids, um, but they forced his hand. Yeah, like, coming after him with a skateboard, another one, another one's lucky. All he got was his bicep bl- blown off. <laughs> I mean, he could have easily been killed too. You know, they trying to smash his head with a skateboard and all that. And what would would they have been hailed as heroes who killed a terrorist if Kyle Rittenhouse would have died? I guarantee you they probably wouldn't have done any time in jail.
12: Yeah, bro. I mean, you look at, look at that event in itself. And, uh, I can't remember the individual's name that had his bicep shot. Um, but he was carrying that gun illegally. Has he seen any charges cause he wasn't supposed to be having that weapon on him and you know, all these different things. And like they were talking about in the class today of our culture is changing. And so how do we, protect ourselves when we have to protect ourselves of you know knowing the verbiage knowing when to talk to police not when not to knowing what your rights are and you know thinking through these types of situations before they happen you know being trained and having this at least the basic skills of what to do at 3 a.m at a dead sleep and your door gets blown off of, off of its hinges. That's not the time to start thinking of, hey, a plan or, you know, a safety plan for the family. That's the time that you're going to have to act and not be thinking, you know, should I do this or do that?
3: You know, and that's another good point, too, that I, we got to bring up here. we got to wrap up here soon because we've been definitely going for a while. Um, but going back to South Africa, there was, there was an incident there where a man – was attacked in his home. The, the atta- attackers actually stabbed him in the ear with a screwdriver. He managed to grab his pistol and kill him. Yet, he's fighting for his life, being charged with murder one. Huh. Even though he's got all the medical evidence to prove that he was innocent, and he was only defending himself. Yeah, I mean, they they didn't drive the screwdriver in his ear very far to where it hit his brain, but he's not going to be able to hear out of that ear anymore. And, you know, here he is obviously assaulted, almost murdered. Well, and like, you know,
12: not to keep going back to the class, but a screwdriver is a deadly force weapon or can be. Of course. And that he could easily, you know, you have to choose between your life and their life. And they give up, in my opinion, their right to live in that situation when they choose to take your life illegally. And we have a God-given right to self-defense. It's not just an American right. I think all over this, this world, people should have the right and the ability
3: to protect themselves from people that wish to do them harm. Absolutely well definitely we've been going here for what what has it been about 33 minutes <laughs> so uh, yeah it is time to wrap it up but uh, hey i mean, talking talking with you in, in person that's quite different uh, obviously the sound quality is a little bit better too but <laughs> <laughs> well, once again why don't you go ahead and plug your website plug your campaign and how can people support you so
12: uh, I encourage everybody to visit millerforidaho.com. for uh, We're on getter. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're everywhere like that. Um, encourage people to donate to the campaign. Flyers are crazy expensive, especially when you have to buy like 50,000 of them at, you know, 10 cents a piece that that adds up so you know five dollar donations if people have it within themselves would be super appreciated we're not looking for huge campaign donors or anything like that we don't want to be beholden to corporations or anything like that i want to be beholden to the people and uh check out miller dot if you like what we're doing you know reach out say hi and let's start a
3: conversation absolutely yeah of course i don't think this is the last time we're going to hear from you on outlaw radio because without you know we got a long way to go um, obviously but uh also listen for Mike Miller on other uh, conservative talk uh platforms or even if if a liberal wants to debate you i think you're open for that too i'm i'm
12: definitely 100% <laughs> open to cuz we need to have these conversations we can't Yeah. we need to break up the tribalism and have these conversations on how can we make this country better
3: absolutely that's what you 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 know we we need to come to that uh somewhat that happy medium, you know, and get things figured out. Well, there
12: might, you know, um, there may be things that we'll never agree on, but I think it's important to have those conversations and, you know, at at the end of the day, you know, hopefully we can still be
3: friends at least. So absolutely. All right. Well, Hey, thank you so much. It's, it's awesome meeting you in person. Uh, you know, by the way, yeah, I got that, uh, I got, I got that Glock 48. It's a sweet weapon. <laughs> yeah. So uh, thank, thank you so much. And uh, hey, hey, best of luck to you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yep. All right. And there you have the interview with Mike Miller. It was damn good meeting him face to face. And uh, of course, uh, that's not the last of him you're going to hear on the show. All right, so coming up, uh, it's time for the next music set. We have three left, going to be followed by Nikki Breyer, Modern Mimes, Canine Posse, and Ravenscroft. Be right back after this.
6: This is the
0: kind of thing that just tickles my balls. You're listening to Outlaw Radio, and if you don't agree with our opinions, then... Fuck your mother. Hey, did you kiss your girlfriend with that mouth? <laughs>
4: Don't use press your luck at the hottest gambling joint in Jersey, Fort Valley Casino. We got the loosest slots and the loosest bowels and pounds. Plop your big butt cheeks down at the blackjack table and let it rip. Gorgeous broads keep the complimentary booze and boiled eggs are coming You're gonna have
1: a gas.
4: Hungry for more? No problem. Grab a bowl of five alarm chili at Bruno's Bean Bistro. Stop by Mama Castro Gastropub. Get some of a world famous cabbage soup. Enjoy world class entertainment in our deluxe stinker Dome. You'll be greeted at the door by former heavyweight champ Gaseous Clay. You'll see incredible cover bands like Stank Sinatra, Motley Pooh, and the Who fighting. And just wait till you see our craps table. Whoa! So grab your little lady, hop in the car, and kiss her where it smells. New Jersey. Far Valley Casino. Tell them, Sal. Silent but deadly second. It's an offer. Shouldn't refuse.
13: basic, And I won't take you to mazes Change it up, break down Take your body shake down If you wanna hear some more, stick around But if you don't, it's okay, get the hell out No matter what I do for you, there'll be no sellout When I say sellout, I mean people pleasing squeezing yourself for a dollar and greasing Palms, you really don't respect Just to get a check and applause and go around your neck But when you see me, you walk right by me You can't look me in the eye, don't even try me Records sell for the
14: lyrics that I put down The beats and the breaks, I've got to put my foot down It's got to be pumping, I can't change the suit
13: If I did that, I might as well be a prostitute I stick to the theme, I won't deviate Take any detours, for dollars I'll elevate Rise up, be proud, still move the young ones Make you move your beats so much you'll have bunions and corns The sound of the horns will prevent you from buying another record That's why I sent you No sellout I ain't going out like that No sellout I'm going out like that I won't sell myself yo, Cause I believe in myself and my craft And I'm achieving a level of fitness In this business You could be the witness Statistics permits this I set rivalry With shivery You see the bravery And my delivery I come across as a rapper That's true The culture that I cultivate Is not something new That I made up In the privacy of my chambers When I was done There'll be plenty of remainders To give you The next time I make an appearance A ritual, a ritual, I've got the clearance From people that sponsor me Finance my music Playing in a radio and heavily abused it Like it or lump it, I respect your opinion There'll be no sellout, even for a million Box store trucks of gold and jewelry That would be insane, that would ruin me I would like to look in a mirror Love what I see, like what I hear I won't be imprisoned by others' ideas And every time you see me, I'll be shifting gears <laughs> No sellout, I ain't I'm going out like that <laughs> No sellout, I ain't I'm going out like that no sellout in this record often I believe that we hardened The opposite of soft We seldom regress And have to advance Dance As we enhance the circumstance We use a cliche or two To get attention We're still holding back This is just an extension For so you, your maje, your padres, your cousins We've got material in dozens and dozens Of quality rhythms that become commodity Precision is important Not just in quantity Cause anytime a dick Can write a whole book Of words that rhyme And don't have a hook Or something to grab you to keep you suspended As well as a DJ To keep it. Music blended, we don't have
1: to change, we stick to tradition, we won't be forced,
13: into any submission, the beat on have bass, the so bass a have boom, we stay on track, and leave some room, for us, the vocalist extraordinaire, we're never too exhausted, we always keep a spare, no sellout, ain't going out like that, no no sellout, Ain't
1: going out like that. <laughs>
2: is no other feeling than strapping up or grabbing those kettlebells, grappling on the mat, or doing some shadow boxing, getting knocked down, getting back up, throwing strikes, and then doing it all over again. So when you hear someone scream, gear up, you better get ready. Because it's just you, your Hunter Athletic Gear, and the voice telling you to train harder. No matter how much experience you have, Hunter Athletic Gear stands with you all the way. Their products are engineered for utmost comfort, protect and speed, battle after battle. Hunter Athletic Gear is the brand celebrating your victory. Hunter Athletic Gear has a range of great training and fight gear for men and ladies, including compression pants, fight shorts, hoodies, vests, caps, and bikinis. They can create custom branded ranges for your gym or business. Visit their website at huntermma.co.za. Gear up and let's train.
15: ladies and gentlemen we are proud to announce that outlaw radio officially has affiliation with my pillow mike lindell supports america and we support mike but sadly him and his company have been victimized by this cancel culture but that's not going to stop mike from making sure you get the best sleep possible and now is the time to take advantage of those savings go to www.outlawradioabs.com go to the store section click on the my pillow banner and start your online shopping Be sure to use the promo code OUTLAW and get up to 66% off your purchase. And if you act right now, you can get our standard MyPillow for $19.98, regular price $69.98. These pillows are made right here in the USA and are washable. So again, go to www.outlawradioabs.com. Go to the store section, click on the MyPillow banner and start your online shopping. But remember to use that promo code OUTLAW to take advantage of those savings. Or you can place your order by calling
2: 1-800-652-3982. And now a message for the men. Listen up, guys. Fact. As we men age, our IGF-1 growth factor levels decrease, which can lead to gradual deterioration of energy, muscle growth, and immune function. From Neutronics Labs comes a line of health supplements that make men men again. Deer Antler Velvet. Listen. IGF-1 Plus Deer Antler Velvet contains the most concentrated source of widely diversified nutrition found in the plant or animal kingdom. Choose from Neutronics Labs liposome spray products. From the Ultra 10,000 nanograms package to the Platinum 300,000 nanograms package. There are also specially formulated supplements for joint pain relief, more energy, better stamina, better natural sleep, stress relief, and weight loss. For more information about these amazing products, visit keys2life.shop. That's K E Y S, the number two, life.shop. IGF One Plus Deer Antler Velvet Supplements from Neutronics Labs. Making men men again.
1: Baby, you've your ass licked by a fat man in an overcoat? Fuck shit, fuck the fucking shit, fuck shit.
0: You're listening to Outlaw Radio. Now buy a sewing machine, take it home, and cram it up your ass.
1: Fuck shit, shit fuck shit. Shit, fuck.
3: Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Outlaw Radio, brought to you by Cold Cock Whiskey. Raise Your Glass, Take Your Shot, You Must Be 21 Years of Age or Older to Drink, Hunter Athletic, Gear Up, Let's Train, and Neutronics IGF-1, Making Men, Men Again. The songs you just heard, you just heard Ravenscroft with Denomination, before that Canine Posse with No Sellout, before that Modern Mimes with Stunt Double, before that Nicky Breyer with A Soldier's Princess. And starting off the whole set, three left with Stand Up. Alright, so I know that uh, yeah, this is going to be mostly a political show, and the political talk is about to continue with Jericho Green. Before I get to that, it is time to reveal...
1: The Outlaw Radio, Idiot of the
3: Week! And ladies and gentlemen, the Outlaw Radio idiot of the week this week is, <laughs> I'm going to say it, the legendary Neil Young. Now, I saw Neil Young in an uh, acoustic concert back when I was 16 years old, you know, and um, I like a lot of Neil Young songs, but uh, hey... He's making fucking idiotic decisions. Of course, he's part of this Walt coach culture, you know, an old man too, about to push eighty years old. But uh, yeah, he doesn't like what Joe Rogan has to say. So because Spotify is not removing Joe Rogan, Neil Young has to say, "Well, you're gonna just take. I'm going to take my music off of Spotify. I'll show them." Basically taking his music off of one of the most popular platforms for music. Um, Basically somebody so woke now he's canceling himself. Since cancel culture isn't working in his favor for Joe Rogan, he's going to cancel out himself. I mean, I'm sorry, that's fucking retarded. All right. I mean... Allow somebody their freedom of speech and let them have their own opinion. doesn't matter if you think it's misinformation. It's... (laughs) Come on. This is bullshit. (laughs) All right. Enough on that. It's time for Outlaw Radio Gun Talk with none other than Jericho Green. Here we go.
2: It's time for Outlaw Radio Gun Talk.
3: All right, ladies and gentlemen, this edition of Outlaw Radio Gun Talk, I am joined once again from the depths of California, my fellow American, Jericho Green. What's going
16: on? Uh, You know, just freedoms being stolen day by day, minute by minute, by those we're supposed to be able to trust. Other than that, everything's great. Yes. A quick
3: note. uh, You heard in the uh, previous interview with Mike Miller, I was talking about uh, the tactical training class uh, that I had attended. Well, I had passed that, and now it's uh, going through the process of me getting my concealed carry permit. That's going to be good in uh, 45 states. However, uh, California, Oregon, New York, and a few others, Illinois also, not going to not gonna apply, so oh, what can you do? I mean,
16: I'm sure even if you didn't list them off, I'm sure we could have guessed which five states wouldn't allow you to have a concealed carry. I think, I, I mean, I thought that, you know, that pesky document, they just can't seem to destroy the Constitution and the Bill of Rights and all that. I thought that that was nationwide. I thought that that applied to all 50 states, but apparently not. Apparently there are some pockets of freedom and there are places where it is not. And I mean, call me crazy, call me old fashioned, call me a dumb gun owner. But I feel that if you're a law abiding citizen, that should be it to carry a weapon. Now, I am a fan of training. I don't think there can be enough training um, those should definitely be made available to anybody at, you know, various locations free of cost if possible. But other than that, man, if you follow the rules and you're a good member of society, what's the problem?
3: <laughs> By the way, quick note too. I mean, you call yourself old fashioned. There's nothing wrong with that. And remember, not all rednecks are white.
16: So, <laughs> <laughs> so true. Yeah.
3: I mean, uh, you may not be sporting the cowboy you kind of tend to have the redneck mentality, and there's nothing wrong with that.
16: Hell no. I think most people have it, to be honest. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Uh, But uh, Silicon Valley, San Jose area, you now have to have insurance to own a firearm. You're going to get ammunition. You have to undergo a background check. What the hell's this?
16: much like other things, if you pass a background check to get a weapon, then it should be assumed that you have, that you would be able to pass one to buy ammunition. I mean, can you, is one effective without the other? Wouldn't it be good enough if you have the, if you got the weapon, then it's to be assumed that you're going to need some bullets for it. So, why would and and of course, you know they're going to charge you for this background check. So another way to you know ring out you know ring out Californians' wallets even more. That's so stupid. Obviously, if you can have the gun, you can have the bullets that go inside of the fucking gun. That is so. And of course, it's for uh, to stop gun violence because criminals. They love rules. They love to buy California-compliant weapons and ensure that they are insured.
3: Uh, how about uh, let Let's see those background checks. Th- those uh, people who deal in arms out of the back of their out of out of the back of their car, the trunk of their car. Excuse me. You know, let's let's see them uh, fill out the insurance paperwork. Let's see them perform background <laughs> checks. Hell no! It's like
16: you get show me the money, you get a gun, and you're you're only you're hamstringing us even more. You're tightening the cuffs on legal gun owners even more because of the those are the only people who are going to take part in this nonsense. Criminals don't. It's in the title: criminals, crime against the law, outlaws, if you will. Like what? Wh- and if, and you know. The tighter they squeeze us, it doesn't affect them. Their security, the guys in the suits um, with the you know the squiggly little earpieces uh, going down the the back of their shirt. They're going to keep their guns. They're going to, and I guarantee you, the magazines and their guns will have more than ten rounds, which is the limit in California, which is bullshit. I guarantee you, they have some seventeen round mags or even more. Why? Well, we know why. But anywhere in the world, and remember, Bernie Sanders said that. Communism just hasn't been done right Yet, it's not, it's not the model of Communism, it's just that it hasn't been Executed properly, okay But the first thing they do I don't care if it's Venezuela, I don't care if it's over In Eastern Europe somewhere The first Thing they do before they take over Population is they take Your weapons, or in this case They make it so hard and so Inconvenient for you to get one that Most people probably say, ah, oh, fuck it Whatever or, and, and in the long run, that's going to stop people from buying more guns in the future, because you can't take over people if they're armed. That's why the Japanese didn't invade mainland America, because they said there's a, a gun behind every blade of grass. But it's just a money grab. And I don't understand. I think California is at a surplus for once. So what the fuck do you need more money for?
3: Well, it was Adolf Hitler that said a long time ago that if you wish to conquer a nation, you must first disarm its citizens. And, and um, of course, a lot of people don't realize that uh, that didn't work out for uh, Mr. Hitler himself when uh, there, were a, there was a, a group of uh, renegade Jewish people who were getting tired of this shit they managed to get their hands on some guns, and they fought the fuck back.
16: Exactly. That's part, that's part of the recipe. you got to have guns. Because when it comes down to it, the, whatever, the government or whoever, if you refuse, eventually, they're going to bring out the guns. So the only thing to combat guns is having guns of your own. But if a government's not up to some nefarious shit, then why do they care what we have? Why can I have? Why can't there be an RPG in every closet of every law-abiding citizen in America? We're not going to shoot it off. We're not going to do anything wrong with it. But if they're doing their job and they and and they're on the up and up, then what do they give a shit how well we're armed? Unless they're doing some shit that's not on the up and up. I don't even know. It's not a, a law yet in San Jose, but if those dumb bastards let that become a law, then you deserve it. You deserve to have. Ten taxes. You deserve to be taxed when you buy a gun part, or you buy a safe, or you buy an, a magazine, or a bag to carry it to the range. And if they let that shit slide, they fucking deserve it.
3: Absolutely, I agree one hundred percent. I mean, now let's look at uh, Switzerland, where I, I'm pretty sure it's pretty much required by law that you are armed. They have one of the lowest crime rates in the world, especially for gun violence. I mean, you, you you go to Switzerland and you want to bat down somebody's door, you get a nice loud surprise. And uh, You know what? Yeah.
16: I'm sorry. Go ahead.
3: I was going to, and uh, the law abiding citizen who pulled the trigger ain't even going to get a slap on the wrist.
16: You know, they call that a, a deterrent. That's yeah. what they call that. You might get shot by the person's neighbor that you're trying to break into the house. They might see your ass doing that, and they might pull their shit out and shoot you. And that's and that's the best part, knowing that if they do use their gun lawfully, they're not going to get in trouble by the law, because it was lawful. If you're trying to make entry into my home and you don't live here, and I defend myself with the ultimate say-so, that's it. It's on the criminal. The criminal shouldn't have tried to break into my home or steal my shit or hurt my family or myself. Why is it put on us? You're the one who came in here tripping. You got the bullets. Good night. I'm going in the house. See you guys later. Please clean the blood up. But (laughs) when people are armed, that sends a message to those who don't follow the law. I better not try this shit because eight out of 10 people in here probably have a gun. So they go elsewhere. They follow the path of least resistance. That's why we don't have this rash of people getting mugged outside of karate classes because they know how to fight and they're not going to take that shit. So they move on to an easy target. Somebody with a bunch of bags in their hands staring down at their phone, fumbling for their keys. There you go. They follow the path of least resistance. They're not going to go somewhere where they know they're going to get pushed back or get shot at. So if there's nowhere for them to go. Then they're probably going to have to find a new line of work or move to a different area. This shit is insane. And Switzerland... Um, if something happens, if another country goes over there to invade Switzerland or something, who are they going to rely on to come save them? Us. And why? Because we got the most guns, bombs, missiles, tanks, and soldiers the world has ever seen. It's all about being able to back up what you say or believe with violence, if necessary.
3: Yes. Yes. The, you, it, In a In a conversation we had, Jericho, um, I was showing you in uh, send you some uh, text messages and pictures, my uh, new Glock forty eight that I just got. I don't know what generation it is, but uh, now you were telling me that uh, specific like generations of weapons are illegal in California, and I just don't I don't
16: understand. That is correct. And it's not like the bullets come out of a Gen 4 or Gen 5 faster than a Gen 3. They're all equally deadly. But for some reason in California, we can only have Gen 3, Generation 3 Glocks. We can't have Gen 4 or Gen 5, just 1, 2, and 3. I'm not sure. Um, Maybe, I don't know, maybe it's a, a magazine capacity thing. But I mean, you could tell by looking at them, like we were saying in our text messages, um, the three lines by the rear sight. Uh, if there's only those three lines by the rear sight, then it's a Gen three. But when you have those lines by the rear sight and the muzzle, it's a Gen five. And for some reason, we just can't have that in California. Like I mentioned earlier, ten round magazine—that's the max. Yeah, the, in well, California. Yeah,
3: this is a this is a ten round magazine. Of course, it, unless you want to pop one in the chamber and then pop pop in the magazine, then you got eleven. But, mm-hmm. uh, for the most part, yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, 10 rounds and that's the way I keep it uh, Of course, I do keep my gun uh, loaded. Uh, Idaho, we open carry and I don't have one in the, uh, in the chamber, uh, for the, mm-hmm. for the most part, um, especially, you know, cause I, I am walking into public places and, We do have constitutional carry here in Idaho, which means I, even without the permit, I can, I can uh, walk around concealed if I wish. I just, Mm -hmm. I just kind of, I'm just paying a little extra money to extend that right that I have. So, Mm -hmm. and,
16: but I mean, it's, that's awesome to know that again, that pesky document, you know, says that you can carry it. You can um, protect yourself. And I hate when people say, when you bring up the Constitution and the Second Amendment, um, how they say, well, they were talking about muskets. You know, they didn't know about AR-15s and, you know, semi-automatic weapons in the in the future. They may not have known that, but they know people. People don't change. Times change. Technology changes. Our TVs get more flat and more HD and computers and phones and fast cars and going to space and all this shit. But people don't change. People are gonna be greedy, people are going to be tyrannical, and they knew that. And they knew that if they put these things in place, no matter what the time was, or what was going on in the world, the people in the world were gonna be the same, and they would need these laws and rules, this framework in place. And it's almost like the people who were set up to protect it are hell-bent on tearing it down, and hell-bent from taking it away from us. And that shit is scary. That shit is sad. I mean, in a society, there has to be a certain level of trust. We have to be able to trust each other, that we're not all going to freak out and do anything to each other in public. And we have to be able to trust our elected officials, our leaders, and I use that word very loosely. Um, We have to be able to trust them to do what we put them in office to do. But especially in places like California, you know, New York and Oregon, those places you list those five states that don't want anything to do with that constitution. um, They've made a business of doing the exact opposite and overturning it and seeing how far in the opposite direction they can go.
3: You know, and uh, coming up in the spring too, I have a trip planned out. I've got, uh, I've got something that I need to do. I have to go through Portland. And uh, I, I already said, maybe, you know, we've got to make sure the fuel tank is full, make sure we got, if we got uh, plenty of food, whatever, we're not stopping anywhere in Portland unless it's a stop sign or a red light. That's it. You know, I, I want to get, th- <laughs> I want to get through that shithole as fast as I can and get it done and over with.
16: Yeah, um, well, you know, you be careful because there was a time, you know, what was it? Uh, The Summer of Love, and I think last year, wasn't it, when they had those autonomous zones, you know, where they were uh, stopping white people in traffic and making them take a different route and uh, banging on their vehicles and breaking windows (laughs) and shit. I just, were, were these people, were these all, like, only children? Were these what happens to the only child when they grow up? Like, they didn't have anybody to kick their ass or something. Like, who the fuck do you think you are to go up to a stranger's vehicle and not only stand in front of it, but try to make them go a different way they don't want to go? And if they don't, you get to banging on their windows and breaking their windows and shit. Like, I don't understand the mindset that would make somebody think that's okay. You don't know what somebody's dealing with. You don't know what they're capable of. You don't know what they have in their fucking car. And they are so lucky that somebody didn't just either run them over or pull a gun out and kill them. But that shit just blows my mind.
3: Yeah. Um, now, I did find out for, through the state of Oregon that I can apply for an out-of-state out uh, concealed carry permit, which I, I'm uh, considering doing as well. Um, you know, just because, I mean, most, for the most part, most of Oregon – is great. It's a beautiful state now. I mean, it's just Portland. I lived there when I was a kid, and it was rough back then. But oh, holy shit, what it's become now! And you know, and it's, I don't want any part of it. It's Like, if I can find some kind of alternate route outside of Portland, or just stay on the freeway where I'll have to get into the main part of town. So be it. Just you know, get yeah. get right <laughs> through there.
16: That's disgusting, man. It really is. It's a festering wound. And surprisingly, Oregon as a state is pretty free. And their, uh, their gun laws are more lax than California's. <clears throat> and you have um, some pockets, some large pockets of conservati- conservatism in Oregon. But you have, you know, Portland, which gets all the pub and the, you know, autonomous zones and chaz and all that crazy sick shit. Um, that's Portland, but there are, like you were saying, some very good and very beautiful parts of Oregon. But if you go, you know, downtown Portland, you know, just bring bring a change of clothes, you know, just so you can cleanse yourself when you leave. Um, I had, uh, and just like California too, like, you know, the San Francisco and the Silicon Valleys where all the fucking weirdo elite rich perverts are. I mean, yeah, they, are, they are what you see on TV, but... Like where I moved to, I moved three hours away from the coast uh, near Sacramento. And up here is different. You don't have all these crazy blue haired, what I call granola headed dirt fuckers up here. You have a lot more conservative people. I I see three Trump flags just on my block. So it's almost like you're a different state inside of this state. You know, even though we all get swept up in the, the left, the far left liberalism horseshit of the coast. There are some pockets of of hope in California.
3: It's just kind of like here in uh, Idaho. We've got uh, we got the state of Idaho, and then we've got Sun Valley, Ketchum area, which is one of the most beautiful state uh, As scenery goes, it's one of the be- most beautiful parts of the state. You know, mountains get a view of the Sawtooth Mountains and all that. Unfortunately, that's where the Hollywood elitists have decided to settle in Idaho, so it has become the liberal skid mark here.
16: Isn't that funny? Where they go, they just destroy shit. Yeah. And it, it, may be, it may be pretty, it might be aesthetically pleasing because, you know, rich people in their pretty houses and their cars, but as far as policy and rules and the way they run shit, it's disgusting. It's, a, it's like a cancer. You know, they come somewhere nice and pretty and pristine and just fuck it up. You know, they, they litter, they trash it, and not like physical litter and trash, but with their beliefs and their policies, they just fuck it all up. And it's disgusting because, again, normal people like us get caught up in that bullshit. You know, like in um in California with the, the illegals, so you have the, the, the elites who all they see is you know, Consuela or whoever, who's their housekeeper or their nanny or their gardener or whatever, or works at whatever business they own or something. So they think, oh yeah, I, I want uh, I want them to be able to stay. They just want to They just want a, a better life for themselves. I don't want them to go, but what they don't see is the rest of society, the normal people who deal with the ugly side, the underbelly of illegals, the crime, the um, uh, destroying of towns, their area. These, most of these, the illegals that come here, they don't just cross our border. They don't cross that invisible line and say, all right, let's see. What are America's views and culture? I'll take on that and discard everything I brought with me. No, they believe that. They bring those beliefs. They bring that poverty with them. And they turn the towns they move into and the little pueblos that they move away from in South America or Mexico. I grew up around it my whole life. So they don't see that. They don't see the DUIs, they don't see that the age of consent in Mexico is 12. Well, up here, that shit don't fly. They don't see that part of it. They just see, oh, my, I want to, you know, yeah, they cut my grass and take care of my kids. I want them to stay. They don't see the real shit. They don't see the consequences of their bullshit policies. It fucks it up for the rest of us.
3: Yeah, and it's it's like, too, as long as it's not uh, nasty pol- Pinocchi's uh, front yard, you know, you can you can have a nice house. You can have... Uh, have a nice yard, but uh, you know some some criminal illegal who's uh, who who has barely two cents to what they have, you know, trying to leech off of everything they can. If if they want, they can erect a tent or a shack in in your front yard. There, they're trying to say there ain't a damn thing you can do about it. That's the that's their property now. Bullshit.
16: Yeah, fuck that. Take that shit. You let them go there and put one junk car in the front yard, or do any of that bullshit in that area, and they would be gone. These fuckers don't live with the consequences of their policies. And speaking of Pelosi, <laughs> I don't know if it's just me, or does she look like if somebody has a traumatic facial injury and they reconstruct their face, that's what she looks like. <laughs> she looks like she had, was like in a fiery car accident and they reconstructed her face. It just looks, something's off about her. And she's like, She's always slurring her words. People, we give Joe Biden shit about the way he talks. She reminds me of Dudley Moore. You know how he always played that perma drunk slurring, oh, you know, yeah. British whatever? Yeah, <laughs> That's exactly I what she's like. And that bitch is going for re election.
3: <laughs> uh, she's old as fuck, too. Which is, I mean, this is another subject for another time, but I'm starting. I mean, there's an age minimum to run for president and uh, cer- certain uh, political positions, but I think there should be an age maximum,
16: too. Oh, shit. Yeah. She was in Jesus' yearbook. She's old as fuck, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Diane Feinstein. She's uh, She just, or last year, she put in her paperwork to run, uh, and she'll be 95 when she takes her new term.
3: Oh, my God. Okay, so so what what she gonna sit in her depends in in, in an office and just, oh good the Lord,
16: <laughs> <laughs> not I mean hey the point of life is to get old that's what we all hope for, but there aren't many things that I want to entrust a ninety five year old person to do.
3: Exactly, I mean they <laughs> they yank a driver's light. They took away my grandfather's li- driver's license for a reason.
16: Yeah, man. It's- Dude, hey, fucking take it easy. I, I, I just, there's not a lot of things. I mean, like, if I need something, I need it shaken, I'll hand it to a 95 year old. But other than that, nah, man, what the fuck? <laughs> 95? No.
3: <laughs> yes. Oh, man. But, uh, you know. It's like, uh, your, your gun rights for, for one, uh, you know, you hear all this BLM bullshit on defund the police. And then mm. of, of course it seems like, uh, they've, they don't realize too is, you know, you defund the police and we, the people have to police ourselves that, that means there's no judge. There's no jury. So that, that means straight to execution Or if you really want to go that far
16: Hey, well, it, and it's fucked up Okay, you want to defund the police You want to take the, the security basically Out of our neighborhoods And leave the policing and, and self-defense to ourselves Fine But then you also want to handcuff us On getting guns to protect ourselves Something's got to fucking give You got to make it easier for us to get guns You got to give us these damn police back and the only people crying about the damn police are the people getting arrested by the police. Talk to the people who live in these fucking neighborhoods. Talk to the people who've been there for years and watching their fucking neighborhood deteriorate into a war zone. Would I, I think they'd have a different view on the police. You know, Go up to one of these people wearing a, a t-shirt with some airbrushed eight-year-old's face on it because they got gunned down while they're doing their goddamn homework. I bet you they want some more police. I bet you they're not down for the defunding. But if it doesn't, if it doesn't perpetuate their agenda and fatten their pockets, they don't give a fuck. I
3: mean, and I I understand we got corrupt police officers out there, especially look. I mean, look at South Africa today, where you have police stations loaning their weapons to criminals so they can go do one of those god awful farm <laughs> attacks. Oh my god. Yeah, no. This this is a shit that's happening. I understand, you know. Like, I mean, I mean, the guy who who uh, pinned down George Floyd. Yeah, he, yeah, he was a dirty son of a bitch. But not all police officers are like that.
16: Nope, not even close. Not even close. I'm. Hey, I don't know if I would have what it takes to help me. Help me. Come over. He's killing me. He's stabbing me. You know, everybody's not built to run toward the screens. And there are shitty people in every profession. There are shitty doctors. There are shitty surgeons. There are shitty parents. Oh your Your children should be able to trust you no matter what. There are shitty parents in the world. So, of course, there are going to be some shit cops. But the overwhelming majority are good people with families of their own. They're human. They don't want to shoot people. They would like to go home with their families without too many mental scars. What the fuck? Why don't you focus on the rotten ones? Instead of taking all the good apples away from everybody. Now nobody gets shit because of a few bad ones. Fuck that. Take care of them and promote and champion and better equip the good ones.
3: Yeah, and I said it uh, before, too, that, uh, you know, I just went through this tactical training, you know, preparing myself for bad situations. I hope I'm never in those situations that I just got trained for. Yep. Yep. I mean, these skills is, uh, it's, it's, the skills are like a condom, better to need it and not have it, or excuse me, better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it.
16: That's right, man. But it sure feels good without a condom, doesn't it? <laughs> <Yeah. But. laughs>
3: well, when you're, when you're married, when you're, when you're married, you don't have to worry about that.
16: You, you... I, just, I just had to throw that out there. Man. Yeah,
3: that's, um, that was good. <laughs>
16: yeah. The... When I went to Front Sight, there's a, a little training scenario where you go into a house. They have, like, a few rooms, and they have the targets, and, you know, one of them is, you know, a kid holding a balloon. The other one's a bad guy. You know, you got to distinguish who's who in a very uh, short amount of time. And even though, like you're saying, even though you're prepared for that, and even though you can rehearse this in your mind, I remember we would do – everything was from the holster. So when you draw your holster, the hand you're not drawing with comes up to your stomach. I remember – Sleeping, waking up, and my hand was on my stomach. We did it so much. It was so ingrained in us, and we were so fast at, at pulling our guns and you know, hitting the target, ac- hitting the target accurately. But you don't want to have to do that because it's not like the movies. Bang, bang, they take the bodies out of there, and you have a cold beer. That shit stays with you. You yes. play that shit over and over again. The, the police, they're all going to leave, and you're going to be sitting in your living room with blood everywhere that you have to clean up or have somebody come clean up. That shit's real. And nobody wants to do that, but we'll be damned if it's gonna be them taking us under the sheet out of the house, away from our family crying. It's gonna be the bad guy. You know, and you don't wanna to have to do that. If I'm I'm sure if there's a scenario where you pulled your gun and could still talk your way out of it, you would. Absolutely. But but I'm going home tonight. If it comes down to it, yeah, you laying that fucker down. You know,
3: I'm a big fan of westerns. I always ha- have been. It's pretty much what you know, the, my first uh, handgun is a is a Colt revolver, you know. And but the you know these movies Hollywood has really deceived us too, especially uh, when it when it comes to guns. You know, you watch, you know, take ten steps back and and uh, wait for who draws or whatever. That did, <laughs> that, that shit doesn't really it didn't happen then. It doesn't happen now. You know, there's only one story, really, of, a, of that type of gunfight between uh, Wild Bill Hickok and somebody else uh, over a lady they both had tried to court, I guess. I don't know. Wild Bill Hickok was very fast with his guns. But that's really the only story I know of one of those type of showdowns. Those type of showdowns, for the most part, are
16: mythical. Yeah. Yeah, it's not so controlled. It's not at high noon. You know, you both, you know, say your last words and get in their stance. That shit, it's, uh, what we were learning is, you know, within 21 feet, that's usually where it takes place. And, you know, someone can cover 21 feet very quickly. So you just gotta pull your shit and rely on your training, man. And no, it's not so so well put together and, and uh, rehearsed. Um, and that's another thing they teach you, you don't have to reload either. I remember seeing that, uh, that video, uh, must've been a year ago, maybe two, of that cop who a guy did something in public and took off. She catches up with him in a neighborhood and he had two knives on him and he comes at her. She fires a few rounds, her gun malfunctions she, and she's backing up while she's doing this. She's running or like almost running backwards away from this guy. And it's all caught on her body cam. And she dumps her mag, gets rid of the jam, reloads and gives this guy like five more rounds while she's going backwards. I mean, that shit was, was amazing. But, you know, her adrenaline was going and she's walking backwards and it's not so cut and dry like it is in the movies. But I would like to say this, and I will take on all comers, anybody who disagrees with this, but I think that Clint Eastwood is a much better uh, Western actor than John Wayne.
3: (laughs) Damn right. I
16: mean,
3: yeah. And there's one more thing. You've got to wrap this up soon, but there's one more thing, too, is um. You know, Jericho, when I I got my first deer uh, a long time ago now, I had been target shooting. I I bruised up my shoulder from odd 6 recoil real good, but uh, when when I saw the deer and had my sights set on him, uh, my heart started pounding, tunnel vision kicked in, and when I pulled the trigger, I barely heard the bang from the gun and I did not feel the recoil. When you're in a situation that this is what I learned also, and I hope I never have to get it by experience, is that uh, if you have to pull a gun on a person, um, it's like your, your brain is going to take over. And that's why you got to get that training uh, implemented mm-hmm. so much because it that, fighter, that fight or flight's going to kick in. It's like you're going to go deaf. You're going to go numb.
16: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the 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 human body is amazing, and I'm so thankful that, like you said, your brain would just say, all right, I got this because, you know, you're going to be a fucking emotional mess. All right, let's shut this down. Let's shut that down. Boom, focus. And I was talking to somebody, and I was thinking, you know, when you train, you have ear protection on. You know, it's always ears, ears, eyes, and ears, eyes, and ears. But out in the world, you're not going to have that. You're not going to say, hold on a second. Let me grab my ears, turn that on, get me, you know. It's not going to be like that. And that's exactly what my friend was telling me. He said, man, when you're, and it was the same, he gave the same kind of story. He was hunting. He said, man, your tunnel, you don't even hear what's going on. Your mind shuts all that stuff out. So you can focus. He said, you won't even hear it, man. When it, when it happens. And I've personally, I've never been uh, hunting. I've, I grew up on a, on a ranch. So I've killed plenty of hogs and chickens and rabbits and all that kind of shit. But Never actually went hunting, but I'm, I'm really, uh, really looking forward to that, to that, the whole process, you know, getting there early and, uh, you know, being quiet and waiting and all that shit. I'm, I'm looking forward to that, man. That sounds like fun.
3: Absolutely. <laughs> well, we are out of, out of time for the segment. It's always a pleasure talking to you, Jericho. And uh, before uh, we go to the upcoming music set, uh, why don't you once again give yourself a plug? You got some awesome sponsors out there, so go for it.
16: Yeah. Um, again, thank you very much, Chris. It's always a pleasure, man. Every damn time, whether it's on here, text messages, whatever, man. Um, I appreciate it. And, uh, of course, YouTube, Jericho green, I will be having some other channels pop up. So stay tuned for that. I'll be announcing it. I got my website, um, JerichoGreen.net. I'm on Instagram at JG talk, but I found out today I'm probably suspended because I can't open my page. So, you know, imagine that freedom of speech for some. And, uh, yeah, I do got some cool sponsors, man. My Patriot supply, noble gold. You go on my, uh, YouTube page. You'll see all that stuff, man. But, uh, thank you again. Thank you for the opportunity. And it is always a pleasure.
3: And you know how it
16: goes. (laughs) I try to be done with the left, but they just won't let me.
3: (laughs) Yes. All right, Jericho. Once again, thank you so much. God bless and look forward to doing this again sometime in the future.
16: Same to you, man. Have a good one. Take care.
3: And there you have Outlaw Radio Gun Talk with Jericho Green. It's always fun talking to him. All right. Time to go to the next music set. Coming up, we have Tom McDonald with Adam Calhoun. Going to be followed by Mickey LaMantia, City of the Week. Tex Westis and Man of War. Be right back after this.
0: How dare you, and who in the hell fuck do you think you are? You're listening to Outlaw Radio, where we're proper gentlemen, because we always ask if I fart.
17: You really know how to waste a Cialis, don't you? You're abusing my fan.
10: Here's
18: the problem with America. The country is broken. Cause they minds stay closed, but they mouths stay open. Get attacked, and we blame terrorists, go broken. We blame the price, blame racists for the racism. But only if the skin is white. If we don't need guns, cause we can call the police. We don't need fire extinguishers. Call a fireman, please. You didn't wanna build a wall, and now the border is weak. Your favorite actor has a gate that's like 15 feet. Racism is gay. If you're offended, that's retarded. And tolerance is great until you speak and you're a target. If a white man paints his face black, he's a racist piece of garbage. But you put him in a dress and he's courageous. He's gorgeous. All these double standards, man, I'm tired of the noise. Freedom's an illusion if they censor your voice. Call a dad a deadbeat for neglecting his voice. But a mom kills a baby and you call it pro-choice. You act like you're so much better than us. Yeah, we know that. Who told you that you so special? To a new world on Earth. Your
19: facts ain't facts without censoring us. Yeah, we know that. Good job, you lose his, your man. Order They hate the flag, they try to burn it to the ground Don't do that in front of me, I'ma let off a round pow. Scream loud, burn the city down now Put it on the news, make them all feel proud Look, make a system where 85% of black people fill the prison Is it cause they black or they make bad decisions? I ain't good at math, but it seems like it's division Or is it white privilege? I believe politicians need to be locked up Try to take our freedoms, that's how you get shot up Got our back against the wall, try to just stop us More guns, more ammunition, please stop Stock up. Election gets rigged. Rights getting infringed. Take this syringe. Frighten your kids. Show up right where you live. Make me wanna grab a rifle and just go. You act like you're so much better
18: than us. Yeah, we know that. Who told you that you so special? To a new world order. Your facts ain't facts without censoring us. Yeah, we know that. Good job, you lose your medal. And everyone blames white folks for every little bitty thing We don't have no one to blame, we take responsibility They tell you be a man, then call it toxic masculinity Then when you act too feminine, they call it white fragility I don't understand trans men with humility
19: I'm just trying to raise my kid the best of my ability If I disagree, you try to cancel, get rid of me
18: You cancer, you can't be the answer, you killing me And I hate white supremacy just as much as you But I ain't feeling guilty for something I didn't do The system's killing everyone, it sucks but it's true They kill you, then they broadcast it at the news. Or they'll brainwash you through social media feeds
19: And if you disagree, delete you immediately Make America, China, pretty easy to see I will always remember the land of the free You act like you're so much
18: better than ours Yeah, we know that Who told you that you're so special To a new world order Your facts ain't facts without censoring us Yeah, we know that Good job, you lose Here's your medal.
1: World
8: America is facing an ongoing energy crisis. As oil gets scarcer, gasoline gets more expensive, and the planet suffers. Electric cars? Most of their electricity comes from coal-fired plants or nuclear reactors. So what's the answer? How about a car that's good looking, affordable, and runs on clean, environmentally responsible natural gas? Your natural gas. Introducing the Flatula Backfire. It runs like the wind, because it's running on wind. Here's how it works. Using state-of-the-art sanitary technology, Flatula captures all your emissions and efficiently channels them directly to a powerful turbocharged engine. It's clean energy, green energy, and best of all, it's renewable the backfire's range is practically unlimited. But if you should happen to run low, don't worry. You're never too far from a flatula authorized service center where trained qualified providers stand ready to fill your tank with the gas that's right for your driving needs. Lachula Backfire, it's not just a smart car, it's the fart car.
10: Won't care for you. A shotgun to the chest and a shallow grave will do. We keep our kids safe. But you're keeping your distance, girl. The band's got the dance floor waiting for us.
1: jump in. No, there ain't no rush. We can do this slowly. Take a chance. Don't be afraid to hold me. You've got nothing to lose but the lonely.
19: my hand
2: Community organizers and campus radicals in Idaho are still up to their dirty tricks, teaching Idaho kids from cradle to college that white people are inherently racist. Now, these left-wing nuts are taking the whole race thing to a whole new level with critical race theory. According to critical race theory, teaching children math, arithmetic, is racist. Shakespeare, Shakespeare, racist. Can you say ridiculous? Ridiculous. Malcolm X warned against critical race theory. It's very harmful. It's wrong. And the leftist nuts teaching this stuff to our children know it. Join Idaho Freedom Action to put an end to this leftist takeover of education in Idaho. Join the fight against the teaching of critical race theory to Idaho's youngsters. Visit IdahoFreedomAction.org today. IdahoFreedomAction.org
20: X-Point at night, real country dark. You look up at the sky and see everything you've been missing living in the city. You had no idea there were so many stars, no city lights, no traffic noise. You can actually hear your thoughts, because you can actually think without distraction. When morning comes, the light breaks over a surreal nine square miles of unobstructed vista, and you think to yourself, this is a good place. It's quiet, it's safe, and it's beautiful. 600 steel-reinforced concrete bunkers sit on X-Point. They're 80 feet long, 26 feet wide, and have 12 and half foot high ceilings. The price is 40 five thousand dollars which is very cheap for what you get and where you get it in times of natural or national emergency this is the place you want to be it's a community not a commune and the people there are like-minded send an email to brendy at ArcMidnight.com and let us connect you with x point x marks your spot that's the point Chaz Mitchell Custom
2: Hats makes and sells custom hats with a Western influence. These hats are not cheesy, one size fits all, except they're not cowboy hat knockoffs. Chaz Mitchell will custom design and build a genuine hat just for you, the way you want it. Chaz will actually measure your head, talk with you about the hat you desire, make it, and deliver it to you. You'll make a statement every time you put on your hat. Originally from Jigs, Nevada, Chaz Mitchell grew up cowboy and alongside his father, Waddy Mitchell. They've built their first hats together at a workshop in Elko, Nevada. Chaz recalls his father once telling him, make a hat you would be proud to wear. After years of practice and studying hats and their owners, Chaz knows what makes a good hat maker. It's understanding that a hat doesn't only fit the circumference of the head, but also the personality of the owner. Get in touch with Chaz today, and he'll build you a hat you will be proud to wear. Visit Chaz Hats. That's C-H-A-Z-H-A-T-Z
3: Ladies and gentlemen, we are proud to announce that Outlaw Radio officially has affiliation with We the People holsters. If you own a handgun, then you know you need the perfect holster to go with it. We the People holsters are made right here in the USA by gun nerds who are not afraid to support our Second Amendment. Whether you want kydex or leather, We the People holsters has just what you need. We the People Holsters is the preferred option of professionals throughout the law enforcement industry, as well as those serving in the branches of the armed forces. Simply go to www.outlawradioabs.com, go to the store section, and click on the We the People Holsters banner to select the holster that's perfect for you. Don't wait. Get your holster from We the People Holsters today.
2: You can't get good fruit from a bad tree. And there is no more corrupt a tree than Idaho Republican Party leadership. Consider the following Republican leaders who have actually been arrested while serving in the Idaho Republican Party as leaders. U.S. Senator Larry Craig arrested for soliciting gay sex in a public airport bathroom. Governor Butch Otter arrested for drunk driving. Idaho Republican Party Director Jonathan Parker arrested for masturbating in front of his estranged wife's window while wearing a wig. House Representative Greg Cheney, arrested for domestic violence and abuse and threatening to commit suicide in front of his small children. U.S. Senator Mike Crapo, arrested for drunk driving. And this is just the beginning of Republican Party leadership immorality. With leaders like this, is it any wonder that Idaho can't pass any true conservative legislation despite Republicans having full control of the state for decades? It's time to kick the rhinos out in 2022.
3: I'm Ammon Bundy and I approve this message.
0: Building in a little hip town. This is Outlaw
1: Radio. I'm not in a deal with you today. you stupid Asshole!
3: All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Outlaw Radio. Brought to you by Coldcock Whiskey. Raise your glass, take a shot. You must be 21 years of age or older to drink. Hunter Athletic. Gear up, let's train. And Neutronics IGF1, making men men again. Songs you just heard, you just heard Men of War with Heart of Steel. Before that, Tex Westus with Nothing to Lose But the Lonely. Before that, City of the Week with Spit It Out. Before that, Mickey LaMantia with Locked and Loaded. And starting off the whole set, Tom McDonald with Adam Calhoun and New World Order. Yes, indeed. So we're about to get something uh, really interesting going on, and that means it is time for the Outlaw Radio Bashing Zone.
8: You're a prick. I like to fucking suck out your eyeballs and skull fuck you. That's what I think, okay?
0: What matter, Billy. Really. I'm stupid because I'm a man he wears
6: a faggot.
10: You shut your fucking mouth, you asshole! You don't scare
1: me, tough guy. Well, come on! Asshole! 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 That's what you are, a fat asshole! You're a sick, entitled bitch who
0: thinks the world owes you. This is the Outlaw Radio.
4: Bashing Zone. I made your grandfather fuck your sister in the fucking asshole while he licked your mother's asshole while she was taking a shit on your father. That's what I did. And your grandmother licked it off his belly and baked it and basted it and then served it to the whole fucking family. Where's your big comeback now, huh? Tough guy.
3: All right, and joining me to bash the shit out of somebody who has deserved it since the beginning of her career, and I should say failure of a career because she's never been any fucking good. Of course, the icon Stephen James is going to join with me in this conversation.
11: Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to be talking about the, for some reason, legendary Whoopi Goldberg, a woman who went from Oscar nominee to host, not even host, one of like five co-hosts of a shitty daytime talk show. So her career trajectory is going really great. We're going to talk about the one and only Whoopi Goldberg. And by the way, Billy, I got to say, you are definitely a man's man. You are the kind of guy that makes John Wayne Bobbitt look like John Wayne.
3: All right. (laughs) So I get my pecker cut off, sewn back on, and hey, Pilgrim.
11: Oh, you're such a badass, you make that idiot look like the Duke.
3: <laughs> anyway, you know, Whoopi Goldberg has never been that bright. I mean, ever, anytime I, I, once in a while I enjoyed Star Trek The Next Generation. Anytime she was on Tending Bar, I was like... Only time
11: I liked her character on Star Trek Generation was on Family Guy when everybody else from from that show was on Family Guy and Stewie asked Patrick Stewart, did you ever hook up with Whoopi Goldberg on set? All the time! (laughs) God, Implication, she's a hoe.
3: Alright. So, you know we'll we'll get to what she said on the view which was com- completely idiotic and of course uh, pissed a lot of people off especially if you're jewish oh uh, so
11: anything she's ever said ever
3: so let's let's think let's go back to 1988 i'm going to play a clip from a stand up performance called Fontaine, why am I straight? Which was an HBO comedy special.
11: And so we're going to hit the wayback machine.
3: Yeah, we are. Nice. I, I mean, and if you thought what Roseanne Barr did at a baseball game wasn't a, was offensive to the American people, Stephen, and it was. And it was. Well, get a load of this shit. I'll go ahead and cue this clip here.
17: I got to tell you, baby haha say can you my see <laughs> By the dawns early my fucking lie <laughs> what surprise we hail at the twilight let's got them gleaming. <laughs> Whose booosbu stripes and bright <laughs> my <laughs> and and the gets red, motherfucking glad the bus bursting all up in the motherfucking air. through the night that he got their flag was still How say does the head start spangle
1: motherfucking banner yet? And we're or the lay hands of the <clears throat> one, three and the whole of the motherfucking brain.
3: Stephen, do I look amused? Do
11: I look amused? Fuck no. First off, Ed. At least Roseanne has redeemed herself, at least in my eyes, a bit over the years. But, I mean, she's still a crazy fucking nut job, so I'm not going to go off and defend her too much. I just like her voting record over the last decade or so. That being said, she was nearly tarred and feathered or burned at the stake when she was just doing the same thing, trying to be funny while doing the national anthem. The only difference is this dumb bitch did it at a comedy special. Roseanne did it at a baseball game. The response should have been the same from everyone. What the fuck were you thinking? And where was cancel culture when this shit happened?
3: Yeah. You know, I, I mean, yeah. And, and uh, the people that... Uh, or in the audience, they're laughing at this shit.
11: Well, we're, hold on. Do we know where this uh, particular special was filmed?
3: Because uh, that
11: might give us an answer as to why people were laughing.
3: Yes, it, Mayfair Theater in Santa Monica.
11: Okay, well, that gives you your answer right there. Even in the 80s, yeah, she filmed the shit in L.A. Of course, there was a bunch of un-American fucking douchebags in the audience.
3: And at this that, point, that doesn't surprise me. Now, let's consider this, Stephen. Andrew Dice Clay, the man who lived to offend people, the man who started the idea of political correctness and somewhat some cancel culture, the one in the, that made Sinead O'Connor and Nora Dunn not want to show up for Saturday Night Live because he's misogynist and he's offensive. There was one there was one thing that he did not fucking touch because he said was not funny. It was too serious to make fun of. And that was. AIDS and the AIDS epidemic.
11: Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Wrongly, rightly, however you feel about it personally. He had no qualms making fun of anyone and everyone. uh, And as far as this particular issue, he had no problems making fun of gay people. But the word AIDS never once came out of that man's mouth. And this is a man who, uh, if I'm remembering this correctly, and I haven't seen this comedy special since probably the late 80s, maybe early 90s, if I watched it again on VHS, when talking about smoking, he said, yeah, in San Francisco, they banned smoking. Great. You can't smoke a fucking Marlboro, but you can butt bang your buddy while you're waiting on your bus." (laughs) He had no problem making fun of, you know, anyone and everyone, quite frankly. And he was not specific to any one type. He made fun of everyone equally, which is one of the things I loved about him. But
3: But I never
11: heard the word AIDS come out of his mouth.
3: And uh, that, you know, that was kind of the standard was AIDS was way too serious and not to be made fun of. But let's go back to this very same performance in Santa Monica and listen to this. Where oh, not, only, not only is she talking about AIDS, but she's basically calling Ronald Reagan a homosexual. Listen to this shit.
17: This is what I'm going to relate to. I'm not saying that I'm going to tell you fact. I am not saying this is fact. I just want you to know that so that if you retell this story, You don't say Fontaine said on the Bible that this is how it happened. I'm only saying it could have, maybe, possibly, in a funny kind of way, come down like this. Okay? And what happened was the phone rang in the White House, and Ronnie picked it up. Hello? Uh, yeah. Yeah? What? Get the fuck out of here, Rock. Will you shut up, Nancy? <laughs> Rock Hudson. Goddamn. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Now, Nancy, who's on the other side of the room, is standing there looking at him. <laughs> well, are you going to tell me what he said? Yes, Mommy. (laughs) Mommy, Rock Hudson, America's man's man, has AIDS. What did you say? Did you just tell me that Rock Hudson had AIDS? Yes, Mommy. <laughs> Ronnie, you better sit down, honey. Cause there's something I never told you. Ronnie, I fucked Rock Hudson. <laughs> well, yes, Mommy, but so did I.
3: I'm not laughing. It's not funny. It's fucking retarded.
11: Well, first off, I'm and not in, laughing, and not it's only in, because it's not cool to make fun of AIDS, but... I'm also not laughing because it just wasn't
3: funny. There there was nothing funny about it. I mean, God. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm a fan of some pretty
11: goddamn dark comedians. There's a British comedian out there politically who I don't agree with named Jimmy Carr who is insanely offensive. He Prince's whole career on being offensive. A very simple joke from him is The Twin Towers is my favorite Lord of the Rings movie. A very offensive joke, but the way he tells it, very funny. You can be offensive, at least if you're doing it on purpose, and be funny. If you do it the right way, she's just not funny, and she's goddamn offensive.
3: I mean, I don't know. Maybe her best performance was Predator.
11: <laughs> Did she play Predator?
3: Oh, I, I'm I'm wondering, but I mean, she's scary looking enough.
11: Well, they have the same haircut,
3: and uh, God, if if that if that's so. And we
11: know Jean-Claude Van Damme was originally cast and left it. So it could have been her.
3: And what, Arnold, you ugly motherfucker.
11: Oh, wait, I forgot the scene where the mask came off. That might have been her. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I, I do know that she just blatantly, ridiculously farted. In the middle of an interview on the View with Claire Danes a couple of years ago.
3: Oh, oh yeah, she's one of those. It um, doesn't matter who's around, what's happening, whatever. You got to blow. Whether let I'm it on go.
11: national television, what the fuck? Got,
3: got to blow. Let it go.
11: I, actually, you know that's that, the funny thing about it is that's kind of how she came up with her stage name. At least the first part of it was because she's got extremely bad flagships,
3: <laughs> You know, and that's no joke. I did hear about no, that. No,
11: she's admitted that. She said that's how I came up with the name. I, She literally said, I fucking fart a lot, so why don't I just call myself Whoopy?" <laughs> wow, there's a great leap of logic.
3: <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, and I've always, I, it's kind of funny now because i thinking back to it too. When I was a kid, I'd say Whoopi Cushion Goldberg, you know?
11: <laughs> yeah, but no, no, she literally picked that name for that reason. But the funny part is, or the not funny part, I'm sorry, is the reason she picked the uh, surname of Goldberg because she's not Jewish. She thought that was, as she said it very recently, that was the whitest sounding name that she could find.
3: Uh, I mean, wow. and, and her real name, I think, is Karen something or other.
11: It's like Karen Johnson or something. I don't know. It it's Karen.
3: Uh, let's see. I'm, I'm about to find out. Uh, Karen Il- Elaine Johnson.
11: Yeah, Karen Johnson. Oh well, she's the atypical prototype right now of a fucking Karen.
3: Oh, you're you're the second person I've heard fucking say that. Because
11: well, goddamn, I thought it was being original.
3: <laughs> no, I actually heard uh, Mark Walters over at Armed American Radio say that. Hey. <sighs>
11: well, I yeah. If I have to beat Trump by somebody, it might as well be Mark, so I'll take that.
3: By the way, so whoopee was one that said back in 2016, if Donald Trump wins the election, I'm leaving the country.
11: Well, bitch, Canada was waiting for you. Where'd you go?
3: Oh, oh that's right. You don't want to deal with Justin Trudeau's totalitarian regime he's got going over there right now, do you?
11: Well, to be fair, he did perform in blackface. So she's probably really offended by that. But wait, she can't be because she had her then man, Ted Danson, do the same thing. So she's okay with people performing in blackface. I don't think. F- she literally had her boyfriend, husband, I don't know what he was at the time or whatever, but she was literally. The one behind him performing in blackface.
3: Yeah, I know. I saw that. I don't know. She's also, I think she was doing that to create problems where there aren't any. And he he was.
11: Let me ask you this. For a woman who is, you know, so proud of being black and everything about the black race and all that shit. Why does she date white guys? Only white guys. Frank Langella, she's with now. Before that was Ted Danson. What the fuck? I mean, where's her black pride? Why is she not dating a proud black man? She dates crusty old white men. (laughs) And speaking, by the way, as a crusty old white man, um, please date black men.
3: Oh my god. And and what happened to Whoopi over the years? Fuck. She's blowed up like a fucking balloon. Well, I mean
11: far it for me to judge that because
3: Oh no, we're going after. we can go after every flaw. She's fucking open game. I mean we're not gonna we're not gonna go after her race or anything like that, because we ain't well, fucking prejudiced. as far as open
11: game, I don't want to talk about the way her vagina smells.
3: Oh. As far
11: as her weight, I mean, people's weight fluctuates when they get older. Um, um, although, in her case, her weight probably flagellates. <laughs> <laughs> she does have a gas problem.
3: Oh, my
11: God. But seriously, beyond her appearance or anything like that, what the fuck does anybody see about this woman that has any kind of talent whatsoever? I have seen a great multitude of things she's been in. A, number one, a stand-up comedian. She's not funny. Okay, she's been in a great many comedy movies. She's not funny. She's been in a great many drama movies. She's not a good actress. What the fuck? Why does anybody put her in anything? In the most recent adaptation of Stephen King's The Stand, which was a wonderful book, which became a wonderful early 90s miniseries with a great cast and very well done, amazing miniseries. They made a new version of the miniseries, which was absolute garbage, which was led by her, who is absolute fucking garbage. Why do people put her in anything?
3: Oh, no, because uh, she, I mean, she's damn good friends with Stephen King, who's obviously woke as fuck, you know, and also, and yeah, Stephen King was a part along with, uh, George Takei and fucking oh Ro- Robert De Niro and a few others talking about how Trump did collude with Russia. This is collusion, you know. And Stephen King was a part of that shit. And so you know, obviously Stephen King and Whoopi Cushion, fucking have each other's lips glued to each other's ass. However, as much as she farts, I don't see how he can stand it.
11: Well, you know, he's got to get some kind of, you know, oxygen in his system somehow, so I guess that's how. But uh, we can do a whole other show, by the way, on Stephen King, but let's not even go into that because we might do one on him.
3: Yeah. I hey, he's a talented author, but... Uh,
11: Extremely, and I'm a great fan of a great many of his books, but as a human being, no, we can do a show on that motherfucker.
3: Now, let's go to this last Monday's episode of The View. And let's take a listen to the bullshit she said.
17: Well, also, if you're yeah. going to do this, then let's be truthful about it, because the Holocaust isn't about race. No. No. It's well, not about race. it's about a, a different it, race. But it's, it's not about race. It's not about well, race. What is it about? Because you, it's about man's inhumanity to man. That's what it's about. But it's about white supremacy. It's well, about, but you know, it's not. It's Jews, not about and, and, and race. And and but these are two Romans. white groups of people. Well, that's we have to black people see him. them as white men. But, they but you're missing the point. You're yeah. missing the point. The yeah. minute you turn it into race, it goes down this alley. Let's talk about it for what it is. It's how people treat each other. It's a problem. It doesn't matter if you're black or white, because black, white, Jews, uh, it's everybody. Eats each other. So is it if you're uncomfortable if you hear about mouse, should you be worried? Should should your child say, Oh my god, I, I wonder if that's me. No, that's not what they're gonna say. They're gonna say, I don't wanna be like that. Well, hopefully. I wanna well, be cool, yeah. And in- well, well, yeah,
3: most kids most kids they Okay, I've heard enough of that bullshit. No, Adolf Hitler said the the Jews are an inferior what of people? They said or uh, He said race. You know it. Yeah, I understand that. You know it is. It is two groups of white people. I get that, but that doesn't.
11: Uh, well, technically uh, speaking, Judaism isn't technically.
3: No, you know, no, Ju- ah. Judaism. Judaism itself is a religion, but the Jews, whether or not you practice Judaism, you have that. You you come from that bloodline being Jewish, that is a race. And
11: technically, I could be from, you know, deepest, darkest Kenya and I can convert and I can become Jewish. So, you know, yeah, technically, I mean, she kind of sort of is correct in some as far as semantics in saying that. You know, Jews are not a quote unquote race. No, because it's a religion. It's not a race. However, that's not how she was saying it, because quite frankly, especially in the 1940s, the vast, vast, vast majority of the Jews had pale skin just like I did.
3: That's, yeah, absolutely.
11: So, yes, it was a crime against a race of people, but it was also a crime more importantly against a religion of people. One who, by the way, she stole her fucking name from (laughs) because she's not Jewish. So where, how stupid is this bitch to even open up her mouth about Judaism without at least saying before she you know, speaks on the subject to remind everyone, especially in this great woke culture that we're in, that her name is a Jewish name. But she's not Jewish.
3: All right. Hey, we are running out of time, but just real quick, Stephen, real quick. Uh, your thoughts on her punishment. I mean, Obviously, if she was a conservative, she would be fucking done. But she's she's a fucking libtard. She's going to get a two-week slap on the wrist.
11: Yeah, and that by the way, she's already threatening to quit over fucking two weeks off with pay. So that's great. However, you take somebody like Gina Carano, who worked for the same damn company who has millions of people backing her, was summarily fired. She got a two-week suspension for being not anti-vaccine, but anti-Semitic. She got a two-week suspension. Gina Carano got fired. Yes. What the fuck?
3: (laughs) Anyway, we're we're out of time. We're out of time. This has been a lot of fun. So, on the agenda for next week is to be determined. But we're gonna end the, the show with uh, JB and the Moonshine, excuse me, JB and the Moonshine Band with Shotgun Rifle and a Forty Five. <laughs> Doesn't Ooh, that
11: have you listened to that? Uh,
3: that all... is a great song. Absolutely. <laughs> all right. That's going to be it. Thank you very much for tuning in to Outlaw Radio, and we'll be back next week.
11: He's love a 45.
15: Are you tired of modern pop music that sounds like a dog fucking a squeaky toy? Well, that's why you're listening to Outlaw Radio. We tell bad bed music to piss up a rope. We give you our opinions, and if a fight breaks out, so fucking what? This is
0: Outlaw Radio.
3: here. Do you own a business? Or perhaps you're in a band? Or maybe you run a radio show or podcast. Whatever you do, you want to market your brand with custom-made apparel. Look no further than Fresh Baked Teas. T-shirts, hoodies, tank tops, caps, beanies, koozies, banners, and even masks. You can get them all custom-made from Fresh Baked Teas. Prices are reasonable and negotiable. Simply go to freshbakedtees.com submit your logo and place your order today.
2: Support Outlaw Radio and friends and buy some cool stuff in the store section of OutlawRadioABS.com Get Outlaw Radio t-shirts and hats in the CTM store, a service of Caravan to Midnight. Find items to help make your life easier and better including the New Eden Nutritional Support System. Check out We the People Holsters, made in America by gun nerds who are not afraid to support and stand up for their Second Amendment rights. Click on the We the People Holsters banner in the Outlaw Radio store. Get the best night's sleep in the whole wide world and more with Mike Lindell's My Pillow, pillows and other products. Click on the My Pillow banner in the Outlaw Radio Store, use promo code OUTLAW and save up to 66%. Visit My Patriot Supply and purchase buckets of food with a 25-year shelf life. In the Cranked Up Coffee Shop, a service of Cranked Up Live. Entertain your taste buds with coffee that even the aficionados love. Visit outlawradioabs.com and click on the store link. A service of Outlaw Radio and AOW Productions.
20: You've heard the phrase, America's Most Loved Brands. And what exactly did our loyalty to some of those most loved brands get us? I'll tell you what, money and lots of it. For organizations and their ideologies that directly conflict with American core values and the American way of life, enter etruzu.com, a place for patriots to buy and sell. You can open your own online store for as little as $25 per month and grow your business as big as you want. Buy from patriots and sell to patriots. Everything from ordinary household items to absolutely anything that's available from companies that do not have our country's best interests at heart. With etruzu.com, you know who you're buying from and you know who you're selling to. Let's make your brand one of America's most loved. Get started at etruzu.com. E T R U Z O O.com. a place where patriots buy and sell.
2: Mark your calendar and make plans now to experience Highway 30 Music Fest 2022, June 22nd, 23rd, 24th, and 25th at the Twin Falls Fairgrounds in Filer, Idaho. Take the whole family and enjoy good food and drink, country music, Americana music, rock, and red dirt. Artists performing include Colby Cooper, Lainey Wilson, Ellie Mae Mellencamp, Cliff Miller, Austin English, The Steel Woods, Shane Smith and the Saints, Sam Riggs, and more. Sponsors of Highway 30 Music Fest 2022 include Bud Light, Falls Brand Independent Meat Company, Snake River Pool and Spa, and 95.7 KEZJ, Southern Idaho's New Country. Have a great time while helping organizations and families in need. Highway 30 Music Fest will take place rain or shine. That's Highway 30 Music Fest 2022, June 22nd, 23rd, 24th, and 25th at the Twin Falls Fairgrounds in Filer, Idaho. To order tickets and for more information, visit hwy30musicfest.com. I'm Jim Hunt, at your service. Put my voice and audio production skills to work for you. Let's do this.
1: You have been listening to Outlaw Radio. Be sure to leave your feedback by calling 208-957-7016. All feedback is played and replied to on the show. Visit our official website at outlawradioabs.com. Outlaw Radio. This is a presentation of AOW Productions. Well, I'm like a hurricane coming, baby. I'm where the sun don't shine. Back down hard on the bullet, baby. It's going to hurt. Won't ever see it coming, baby. I hit you from the blind side, so hold on tightly to me, baby. Because i hell of a ride.